Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Worship Ministry Catalyst. The Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members helping facilitate worship ministry in the local church. My name is David, and I am here by myself because, well, it's kind of a funny and sad and frustrating story. Uh, I did something and made a big mistake, and uh, as a computer user. It's something that I, I don't think that I've ever done yet. So uh, this is a first for me, and it just so happened that when I did it, it was an important thing that affects this podcast. So um, here is what happened. I accidentally, somehow, in some way, uh, by my unfamiliarity with Mac, I've been a PC user all my life, but in my unfamiliarity with it, I uh, deleted two episodes that Kevin and I had recorded, and we just recorded them earlier today, and I was going to post one of them this evening, and I deleted it, so uh, we can't get back together in time to get it up for this afternoon for you guys to listen to, so you get to listen to me talk. I promise it's going to be short and sweet and to the point, and I don't want to bore you with my voice, but anyway, that is what has happened, so... You get to listen to me and uh, and my thoughts on worship. So uh, we, I will not do any of the normal stuff that we do. I'm just going to keep it short. I'm going to tell you some of my thoughts on worship and some of the things that I've been thinking about lately, and uh, and that's going to be about it. Whenever we get back with our next episode, we'll get into all of our usual stuff with our weekend reviews that we just started doing, as well as the other topics that we've been talking about. Uh, so that will be coming in the very near future. We will get back together and make sure we get another episode up, uh, a full-blown episode for next weekend. So right now what I want to do is I want to talk to you about a, uh, a piece, a, uh, a, an online software that I use that has been very beneficial for me as a worship leader and planning the worship ministry here at our church. And uh, it has been a phenomenal resource for me. And it has taken the task that I have done separately and in different ways Throughout uh, throughout the years of trying to figure out the best way to organize and administrate the worship ministry that I've been involved at, and it has consolidated all of them into one, and it is a phenomenal resource. Yes, it costs some money. It's not free, and fortunately, maybe a free resource is out there that's available that you know about, and if you know about it, please feel free to get in touch with me and let me know about it. I'd love to check it out. I'm all about uh, the new Web 2.0 being free, and that's very Web 2.0 is to be free, so... This one is called PlanningCenterOnline.com. The address is www.PlanningCenterOnline.com, and uh, I will put a link up to that on the notes for this podcast episode, so you can go check that out. I really, uh, I really have enjoyed using this this software. It's been a, a godsend for what we can do here at Worship Ministry. There are several features, and I'm actually going to get onto the website here and kind of go through them so that I don't miss too much, and. Uh, I don't want to leave out some important things, but there there are three main categories. You've got your plans, you've got your songs, and you've got your people. You know the three most important things. You know we the things we do on our worship weekends, our plans, the things uh, that we do in those. A lot of those are songs, so those are there. And then you have your people and the plans. You can you can pull together songs and uh, you can schedule your people. And you know I'll get a little bit more into detail about this in here in just a minute, but. Uh, 
I'm actually going to go ahead over to to talk about the people. Uh, scheduling people was what a big thing that we do here in worship ministry. That's one of the biggest facets of worship ministry. Worship ministry is all about people. It's not about the songs. It's not about the tech. It's not about uh, all this stuff. It is about the people. So it's very important to be able to keep on top of them and uh and so we've got people here. We've got uh, several people in in our uh, in our planning center database. And so here on my on my main page, I can see you know their first name, their last name, their email address, the last time that they were used, last time they were scheduled. And so you know if I'm looking through and I see someone who hasn't been scheduled in a very long time, or someone who hasn't been scheduled at all, then I know hey maybe I ought to use them if that is important to them. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's maybe they're not in a position that needs to be used very often. So. So I don't have to worry about it, but uh, but it just kind of gives me a, a general look at when uh, this person has been used. Then you also have the custom properties that you can set up on the side, and this is a very very cool cool thing. It's a really easy way to organize all of your people. So I have you know custom properties. And I have a lot of them. I've got you know choir, and I've got my different uh, groups within the choir: accompanist, alto, bass, director, section leader, soprano, tenor. We've got film, food providers, instruments played, leadership team, performing arts, prayer team, so on and so forth. And then we have all these different subcategories that I can put someone in, and you can put anybody in any of the categories. So, for instance, I will just go ahead and look under my name here, David Linder, and I've got myself, you know, as worship leader, obviously, but I'm also listed under keys, piano, uh, choir director, tenor, you know, things like that. So so you can list that. And then uh, whenever we go into scheduling people, that's a very important thing to actually have them organized in the right category. I'm going to jump over to songs real quick, and then we'll put this all together in plans. And under songs, you've got you can put in your song if you're if you're on CCLI, if you're a member there, you can go and download just the text file from the song, save it on your desktop, and then import that into uh, Planning Center's database for your songs. And then that brings up all the song copyright information, which is very important. And then uh, you can upload your own charts. You can upload your own MP3 recordings. You can upload uh, documents if you have just you know a doc of of the text for worship uh, vocalists or something like that that you want them to be able to see. You can do that. And there's all kind. You can upload a doc for the file or a PDF that you can just attach to to the song. So uh, it automatically brings it up for you whenever whenever you load that song into a plan. And so this is where it gets really cool. This is where it makes everything really easily. Uh, I, I used to do this on a website on my own. I'd go in and I'd, I'd create a, a, a page for, for a Sunday for a weekend. And I'd type in all of the different elements of the service. I'd type in the songs and then I'd create hyperlinks to, to the text, you know, to the charts, I'd create hyperlinks to the MP3 files, and I'd create hyperlinks to anything else that I needed. I'd, I'd copy in the um, the order, and I'd make a hyperlink to the actual order that we're going to use, and it just became a mountain of work. Well, this does it all automatically when you put a song. So, when we go over to the plans page, and you click on a plan, and you want to create a plan, I've got a plan here open. Then, you know, I want to add a song. I just go to this add an item. I click add a song and I put in a song that I want to use for that weekend. And so, you know, I figure out one of the best songs and I'm going to just click on one here, Hosanna for this coming weekend. And it pulls up Hosanna there. You know, maybe there's a different arrangement. You can have uh, several different arrangements of songs of each song and it still uh, stays as one song title with different arrangements. 
And then, you know, you just click accept and that song is put in the plan. And now that that pulls in automatically, it pulls in all the MP3 files that are associated with that song, it pulls in all the PDFs of, of charts that are associated with that song. You can you can type in you can bring in the text of a file and type in the you know, the chords that go over it and then you can even use Planning Center to transpose it. I haven't done that. I make my own uh, my charts up on the the computer. I like you know I have a format that I like them to look. You can do some formatting things. I just have a way that I like them to look, and so I do them all as PDFs and upload them that way. But then it brings in all these PDFs. It brings in all the all the uh, mp3 recordings that are associated with each of the songs and then you can schedule your people and so you go there are a bunch of different ways to do this i do this in the matrix view so that i can schedule out you know a couple months in advance and make sure i'm you know using people at at decent intervals and not using the same people every weekend but when you get into your plans and you see the people that you have scheduled you can uh, you can email them. You can email them reminders. You can email them reminders for practices. You can set them up to be automatic. So that's a huge saver. You don't have to remember to email your worship team. So let's say you have a practice on Monday night. You can set up an automatic reminder for uh, Sunday. And so it goes out 24 hours in advance, and they get it, and they know a day in advance. Oh, yeah, I have worship practice. So they can they can do that automatically. You don't have to do that. That's saving you time. And I know it sounds like I'm doing a sales pitch for it, but it's just such a great tool to make us to help us to be able to do worship ministry better. So I want to help share that with you. And uh, there are other tools out there. I just haven't uh, spent any time with them to get to know them. But like I said, feel free to get in touch with me at worshipministrycatalyst.com and give me your input on some of the other tools that you might be using, some of the things that are out there. I have just barely touched the surface of some of this. There are so many other tools that you can use within here. I don't want to keep going on. I just wanted to tell you a little bit about it so that you could maybe check it out for yourself. They do have a free version that you can use to just you know start getting to know the, the software a little bit, and then you can get you know the more people and the more ministries and the more this and that that you get, you know, the price goes up a little bit. But it's just a great tool to help you do worship ministry better. So I just wanted to share that with you for just a minute. And on one final note today, uh, I just wanted to offer some encouragement to you worship leaders and worship team members out there. What we do on a weekly basis can be a draining, it can be a, a rewarding, but it can also, you know, it can have it take its toll on us. And I just wanted to encourage you, just take a minute and encourage you as a worship leader, as a fellow worship leader, as a fellow worship team member, um, I want you to know that uh, what you do is very important. And though it seems like there might be weeks where weeks and maybe even months go by where it seems like nobody is appreciating what you do. Nobody is noticing all the work and all the time and all the effort that you're putting in. I want you to know that that I appreciate it. Even though I'm not a part of your ministry, even though I'm not a part of your church, I want you to know that what you do is important and uh, what we do as worship leaders is important. And it may go unnoticed and it may be months before someone says anything and acknowledges the work that you put in. But you are a critical, vital, important, and extremely relevant part of what goes on every week at your church. And you need to know that. And sometimes it's easy to to forget about that. Sometimes it's easy to just walk away and think, man, that was a total failure. And but it doesn't even matter because no one even doesn't isn't that a good word? Yeah, I know I'm I have great English skills. I'm very aware of that fact. So I'm gonna keep using words like doesn't doesn't it doesn't even matter sometimes. It's just what it feels like. But 
I, I know, and I've been there and I've been there with you and I just, I know what that can feel like from time to time, but what you do is important. What you do is great. And you may not be like the megachurch down the road. I know that we're not like the megachurch down the road or, you know, around the block or in the town next to us or whatever. But I know that what we do here is very important. And it's easy to get discouraged. It's easy when you have a, a down weekend, when you, you're struggling to find musicians, when you are struggling to get people to show up to practice, when you're struggling to get people to work on music, when you're struggling to get the tech guys to learn tech stuff before the weekend so that you can do stuff great on a weekend, and when you're struggling to get, you know, whatever it is, whatever part of worship that you're responsible for, or when you're trying to to learn a song and it's just not happening, when you're trying to learn a guitar lick, when you're trying to learn a piano lick, when you're trying to learn a bass lick, whatever it is that you're trying to do, and it's just getting frustrating, it's getting hard, and you are putting in hour on hour on hour of practice to get it, I want you to know that that does not go unnoticed, that doesn't go unappreciated. And even though people may not say it. People may not understand everything that goes into it. People may not know the ins and outs and the hows and the whys and the what-tos and what-nots of everything. They do, at some level, appreciate the fact that you are there leading them in worship. And especially for those who have done worship and who, who've been uh, a part of a worship ministry, we appreciate what it, everything that you do. We know that it's not easy. We know that it's difficult. We know that there are times when everybody seems to hate everything that you're doing. We know there are times when everybody seems to love everything that you're doing. And we want you to know that you are serving a tremendous purpose in leading your congregation, leading the people in your body in worship. I want you to know that um, that you need to you need to keep doing what you're doing, that the church cannot survive without people like you, without people who are committed to worship, without people who are committed to experiencing God in worship, without people who are committed to connecting with God and leading people to a connection, to a deeper intimacy, and to a, t- a deeper connection with God. The, the church cannot survive without people who are committed to that. So I want you to know that you are appreciated for that. I also want to encourage you to surround yourself with some people who can support you and people who can encourage you, people who can lift you up in in the tough times and people who you can lift up in their tough times and we can just be a support resource for. I want you to to find a way. We all need to have people in our lives that support us and encourage us, and it needs to be more than just our spouses, too. And I don't know who that is for you. I don't know what that looks like for you, and I can't make, you know, give you a prescription for for what to find, but I just really like to encourage you to go out and find some people who you can be honest with, who you can, who you can tell how you're really feeling whenever things are getting really hard and things aren't going easy, and who you can just kind of unload on. And but at the same time, someone who's going to be there to say, you know, you're doing a great job, even though no one in the world is telling you. I would just, I'd love for all of us to have someone like that in our lives who's going to say, you are doing a great job in spite of what everyone else is saying, what all the most vocal people are saying. There are people who think you're doing a great job, and I'm one of them, and I want to do everything that I can to help you understand how important you are to this church. So I just wanted to take a second and encourage you the great thing that you're doing, the great time, the great effort that you're spending, and the even greater commitment that we are all living towards, and that is worshiping our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So 
I just wanted to to take a minute and encourage you. You are great. You are awesome. You are a tremendous resource for the people at your church. I would love to hear how it is that you stay encouraged. Maybe you already have some ways. Maybe you have some websites. Maybe you have some blogs that you read. Maybe you have something that keeps you encouraged. Maybe there's something out there that I'm not aware of that keeps you encouraged. I would love to hear about it. So please feel free to get in touch with us on the website, www.worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can send me an email at david at worshipministrycatalyst.com, or you can send Kevin an email, kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. We'd love to hear what it is that's keeping you encouraged, what it is besides... you. Know, besides yourself, that's keeping you encouraged. Obviously, there's uh, tremendous strength in you and keeping your relationship right with God. That's obviously at the foundation of what's going to keep you encouraged, what's going to keep you you know, living right and, and acting right and responding right. But there's so much more to it than just that and so much more to living in community than just doing this all by yourself. So I would love to hear what it is that you do to keep yourself on track with your attitude and all that stuff. And I know I struggle at times with this. I know I struggle at times with feeling like I'm doing anything worthwhile, like I'm reaching anybody. And, and you know, there are times when, when that's going to happen. And, and who do you turn to when that happens? I'd just love to hear back from you. If you have any worship resources that you'd love to share, or, uh, you know, like we talked about last week, any uh, service evaluation resources that you'd like to share with the Worship Ministry Catalyst community, feel free to uh, email those to me, and I'll do my best to get those up on the website as soon as possible. Thanks for listening to me talk this week, just me by myself. And uh, next week, Kevin will be here, and we will not delete that podcast. I will do everything in my power to make sure that we don't, that I don't delete that podcast so that you don't have to listen to me talking by myself for one more week. Thank you for listening to Worship Ministry Catalyst. Please feel free to get in touch with us. Feel free. We would love for you to pass this on by word of mouth to other worship leaders, other worship team members that you know that you feel could uh, could uh, be supported or encouraged from this. And anything that we can do to help you out, to help make your worship ministry uh, go to another level, to, to get it going better and uh, whatever it is that we can do to encourage you, let us know. We want to be there to do that for you. Keep on keeping on. Have a great week in worship ministry, and we hope to hear from you soon.